We underestimate what God wants to do in our lives. And this God is so abundant that he wants to do so much more for us, but we stay in little tiny little boxes. Think you can only give me this much, Lord, when he wants to do so, so much more. And widening our perspective and life and filling, filling us with a sense of gratitude, not only for ourselves, but for everyone else around you. I'd like to tell you three stories. <laughs> in the year 2000 was World Youth Day. I was in residence helping at the, the, um, the chancery for the archdiocese in the mission office, but in residence at Cathedral Chapel. And so we had a delegation of about 60 youth to go to World Youth Day in Rome. So everyone wanted to go. We had 60 youth going. Now, when we got to Rome, Rome is a city, the whole environment is about 4 million people. That year, in August, roughly about this time, 2 million youth showed up in Rome. 2 million. Half the city. The crime rate in Rome dropped. Seriously. It dropped with more youth in the city. And I can remember going around and the atmosphere was so exciting. The enthusiasm and the faith. And finally there was a celebration with John Paul II, Pope, now Saint. And there was a mass out in this field outside of the main part of Rome. For two million youth. (laughs) The mass was, you couldn't even see the Pope because it took almost three quarters of a mile to just walk to the stage area. Everyone was sitting down. It was enormous. So there was these giant screens that were all around. And the Pope and everyone was singing and celebrating and mass was finished. And nobody had any food. Little snacks here and there. Two million youth hungry. It could have been a riot or anything like this. The Pope gave a blessing over all the food. John Paul. And then we received little boxes from McDonald's. Two million of these boxes went out for lunch. And some could even have extras. All of this was donated free. And you had your hamburger. It wasn't a Big Mac or anything. It was just a really simple hamburger. With this Italian pastry that would not even be in any of our McDonald's here. And a drink, french fries of course. But everything was given free, and there was leftovers for two million people. Now, I'm not saying that McDonald's is involved in the multiplication of loaves, okay? But I am saying that certain companies got involved in sponsorships and things like this and shared out of their abundance that impacted the lives of two million youth as they sang the praise of God. When the abundance of God enters into our hearts, amazing things can happen. Boundaries and barriers that we used to think were not possible open up and everyone celebrates what's possible. In 2000, in August, in Rome, that was the experience of two million youth with companies, with sponsors, with groups and churches from all over the world. 
It was a feeling of the joy of God saying, I wish to give you more. And there'll be leftovers. It might be French fries. It might be a drink. It could be the friendships that develop across boundaries and languages. Can't believe how many times I heard the same song in about 10 different languages. Beautiful. The abundance of God who wants to bless us and give us a sense of the bread of life that's right here today in our lives now. Second story. When I was teaching in Nairobi, we had a seminary for guys who were studying for the priesthood from 17 different countries. And all these guys are preparing for the priesthood, just like any priests we have here in this country. When I found out they each had about two to three books for all their formation for four years of studies, I was pissed off. I mean, they have all this situation. And then when I visited the same group of guys in their home areas of Madagascar, DRC, Congo, they only had a few books. On top of it, they didn't have electricity for half the day. And they were expected to have the same background and training as everybody else. I was really ticked off. So I said to the director at, at that area, I said, give me permission and I'd like to try to raise some funds for the guys to have books and basic resources to prepare for the priesthood. Go for it, Dave. And I went to an organization called Kirchenot, Aid to the Church in Need in Germany outside of Frankfurt. They distributed every year to charitable organizations around the world about $80 million each year. Amazing, amazing, generous group, especially to Catholic organizations. So I said, there are 600 seminarians, Jesuits in this time, in the continent of Africa preparing for the priesthood. Can you help us? Could you help us by $1,000, 1,000 euros, which is a little bit more than a dollar to a euro, that time period, about 125. So I was asking for 600,000 euros for one year. When I arrived outside of Frankfurt in Konigstein, <laughs> I can still see the meeting, I'm a new face, brand new guy, they've never met me before, and I'm asking for 600,000 euros to help this group of seminarians that are in Africa. He sat me down, and there was a table of about nine different members of the board of Kirkenot. I said, Father Dave, we've never had a request of a size of a gift like this. We have 5,000 different organizations. We normally start at $25,000, not 600000 I said, we've got a lot of guys here. They're being formed as priests. You guys can help an awful lot. And they said, why should we help, in this case, the Jesuits, the largest religious order and probably the richest in the Catholic Church with training their own formation, their, their seminarians? And I was like blank-faced, and I said, the money is not all distributed. Some goes an awful lot to the States, some liberal rough Madagascar and Congo. It's a mess. And they said, thank you, Father, for coming, flying all the way from Nairobi for here. I felt horrible had come here, I had hoped, I put this big grant proposal together. About two months later, I got a note from Kirkenot, from the director of the program. 
He said, Father, we don't make these large gifts. But we'd like to present to you only this year a gift of 300,000 euros. Well, they had to pull me off of the ceiling. Okay? And it was a gift that was spread out for all those guys that particular year. And they said, don't ask us again for these funds. <laughs> Next year, I sent another letter. <laughs> we really used these funds and it went very well. Would you be willing to match what you did last year? And they wrote back and said, we'll match it this year and any year that you make a request. The abundance of God is always something bigger than we expect. He doesn't only want us to give, he wants to give with leftovers. But we think there's only this much because what I call a scarcity, the spirituality of scarcity, that there's not enough to go around is false. When we walk with Christ, it opens up our minds and abilities to see there's so much more and even gives us courage to ask when we didn't expect Lord, I'd like a few more french fries. I'd like a few more euros. I'd like to do your will. And the Lord blesses it abundantly. The last story. This is my favorite one. (laughs) It'll be about a week now that I've had this cancer. I didn't know it was for the first three months, and you guys would, would have found out about the pancreatic cancer in around November, but it actually, the, the, the illness started in the first week of August last year. I'm just feeling sick, sick. In November, I had made a comment to many of you simply saying, my goal, short-term goal, is to make it to Christmas six weeks later. And I did. And what also happened was there is thousands of people praying. We made a little Caring Bridge site. It's an application of people who visited and said they're praying for me in background. The site has 18,000 visits. 18,000. People I don't even know praying for me. Uniting in a way is like an abundance that I just was never expected. There was an experience in the scriptures that I referred to in November. I said, the cripple is carried by his friends. They can't get into the crowd to Jesus. So they break open the roof. They lower him down. And Jesus sees the faith of his friends and heals the guy. Last week, some good news from the CAT scan. (laughs) A few of you already know. So the main tumor has been in the pancreas, and then there's been a bunch of little tumors in the liver. Last week from the CAT scan, the radiologist reported the tumor in the pancreas that used to be three centimeters long can no longer be measured. It's so small that it it seems to have been resolved. It's gone. Okay, sit down. I have to tell you more. (laughs) 
When I told the news to my mom and sister, I had to pull them off the ceiling. Okay? Me too. I was up there too. Okay? Now, there's still cancer in the liver, but there's small tumors in the liver. So whichever side I don't remember. Okay? So don't stop praying. Okay? There's more to do around here. Okay? To get the rest of that, so that when my sister and I go to Lourdes, thanks to people like Jackie and other persons who have made this possible, I'll be at Lourdes as one of the malads, one of the sick, the first week of September, to get dunked in the water and ask Our Lady for help. So I'm asking you to keep burning those candles, keep that, those, those prayers coming, because I've got the rest of the work to do. The pancreas, you guys have done fantastic on the pancreas. Fantastic. The liver needs a little bit more work. Whether it takes now or another year, as the doctors have said, of weekly treatments of chemo. God's abundant gifts, God's generosity to break us out of our barriers, to see we are one body, we belong to each other. And you're three fishes and what is it? Five loaves and three fishes? I'm always getting the numbers mixed up. Whatever we have, the Lord takes and multiplies and blesses. And we know it's the gift from the God when we feel a sense of gratitude in ourselves and just wells up and says, wow, God is so good. In Africa, they use the expression, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. So my friends, don't limit God. If he asks for your gift, give it to him. He might want to feed a hundred people, like in the first reading of Elisha. Or he might want to feed 5,000, as in the gospel, or 2 million in Rome, or 18,000 people praying for you to get rid of a tumor in the pancreas. But he ties us all together and our heart sings gratitude because God is with us. Amen.